Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, good morning, Coffee Chat. It's Ryan Frank. Welcome. Thank you. It is Friday. Friday, Friday. Way to go. You've made it to Friday. Are you ready for a great weekend? Good morning, those of you on Facebook, those of you catching this on the podcast today, those of you on YouTube. Thank you for what you're doing. One thing I am so impressed with when it comes to this community, and I brag on you all the time, is your desire to grow and improve. And during these crazy days that we live in, it's like the world was already crazy enough, right? And things were already moving so fast prior to this pandemic. And, and you were wanting to grow and, and change and get better. And then during a pandemic, when things are so crazy in the world and they're so crazy in the church and so crazy with kids and families, so many of you are doing your best to keep up and move forward and keep momentum growing. And that is essential or you're going to fall way behind personally way fall fall way behind in your ministry. I was flipping through the TV late last night and I uh, caught something. I don't remember if it was on the History Channel where they're talking about the Stone Age, right? And of course, they taught that the Stone Age um, lasted for millions and millions of years, which most biblical creationists like myself don't necessarily believe that, but nonetheless, that, that it lasted all of these millions of years, the Stone Age. And then we know what came next as far as a technological age, and that is the Bronze Age, which lasted just a couple thousand years. And then after that, the Iron Age, which lasted even less, a thousand years. So you see this progression of as technology improves, the time frame for each age gets less and less. And now we're in the Information Age, right, or the Knowledge Age, or the Digital Age, whatever you want to call it. And things are moving even faster. And so I just want to tell you, keep up the great work. Don't sit still, right? Don't rely on yesterday's successes to get you through today and tomorrow. Never be content with the status quo, kid men. Always be growing. Or listen, the world is going to pass you by. We're not living in the Stone Ages anymore. Um, we're not living in the Bronze Age anymore or the Iron Age. We are living in this digital age where things are happening so fast and moving so fast. And I don't know that any of us are going to entirely figure this out and keep ahead of it, but let's do our best. And the good news is we don't have to figure it out alone. You are part of an amazing, amazing community. I'm thinking of uh, our I Love Kidman community. Um, just amazing community that you can lean in on and get help and learn from each other. I love doing these daily coffee chats, something that originally I thought we'll, pro we'll probably do for three or four weeks during this COVID until this thing passes. And here we are, we're five months into the daily coffee chats with Ryan Frank, and we're still doing when this pandemic is still here, right? But you are growing, you're tuning in, and you're listening. You are leaning into those in your church and your family and those that care about you the most, your team. Keep learning, keep growing. One of the best decisions you can make is to focus not on what I'm getting and where I have been, but on what I am becoming. 
what I am becoming. And let me just tell you, I believe that God has great things for you and you are becoming something amazing. Keep leaning in on the Lord. Keep relying on the Holy Spirit. Keep in his word. Keep in, his, keep in prayer. Stay in connection with your local community. Lean into the broader children's ministry community. Keep letting people like myself that care about you and pray for you help. And uh, you're going to be doing just fine. On this Friday, I've been pumped all week. Our guest today is Brittany Nelson. Brittany Nelson is one of my favorite people on the planet. I don't think, Brittany, jump on here with me. Brittany has been a children's pastor. She is um, still involved in a church married to a youth pastor. I have never seen Brittany with a frown on her face. She is always smiling. Good morning, Brittany. <laughs> You Good always morning. smile. I love that about you. Thanks. Now, even, <laughs> Got a lot to smile about. <laughs> even in the middle of the night, when you get up with that little baby of yours, are you still smiling? Uh -huh. Like at 2 a.m.? Mm -hmm. She sleeps through the night, so at 2 a.m., I'm still asleep. Sleeping <laughs> through the night? That's huge, isn't it? Yeah. It's Oh, yeah. It's been a game changer for sure. It is a huge game changer. You probably thank her every morning. Yeah. And they, oh, you're such a good sleeper. Knock on wood. <laughs> so, Please don't change. <laughs> tell us a little about your family. Yeah. So my husband is a youth pastor um, and I'm part-time on staff in an administrative role at our church, but we welcomed our first baby, a girl in February. So we have had to learn how to be parents. Um, and then about a month into her life, everything shut down. So we've had to learn how to be parents in a pandemic. Um, and she already has some social anxiety <laughs> as a six month old. Yep. She breaks down anytime someone other than us makes eye contact with her. So we're working on that. I'm trying to expose her. Um, the doctor says that means she's brilliant. So that's just what I'm sticking with. Um, but yeah, so we, we love being parents and we love doing ministry as a family. I, I love it. I love it. And you, Brittany always comes to Megacon except for 2019. You couldn't come because you were going to have this baby, weren't you? No, I was there. You were there? there. Why am I thinking that you could? Mm -hmm. I was, I was CPC that I had to miss this past year because okay. it was too close to the you due date. You are just so dedicated, aren't you? <laughs> I love Megacon. <laughs> Man, there. So you were, when did you have the baby? February. February. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you were pretty far along. Yep. October. I was five months pregnant, I think, at Megacon five months last year. pregnant. That is awesome. Yep. Yeah. All right. So Brittany has this cool ministry as well called Deeper Kid Men. Tell us mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, so it's a resource website for children's pastors. Um, it started as a blog where I was just sharing my ideas and the things that I had created in my ministry. And now it's grown into kind of a full-blown marketplace um, where children's pastors are sharing and selling the resources that they've created as well. Um, and it's been such a fun adventure. It's still kind of a baby too. It's only like three yeah. years old. Um, but it's been really fun to be able to connect with people and just to share experiences and ideas and resources. I love it. And it, everything there is super high quality. Uh, go check out Deeper Kidmen. Brittany has a lot of creative stuff she puts together and she pulls people together. So go check that out, deeperkidmen.com. Yeah. Um, so Brittany, you've been doing a lot of thinking these days about um, the way we think and the way we approach problem solving. And I try to tee you up here at the beginning by talking about how awesome this community is at not, and I really do believe it, at not just sitting still and, and pouting and worrying, although we all deal with that at seasons, 
but really, I, I really sense if there's ever a community in the church that um, is willing to try new things and is willing to put themselves out there, it is this children's ministry community. Do you agree? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So what what's had you, because when we talked earlier in the week about the coffee chat today, about different stuff we could talk about, you said, I've been thinking some about this idea of the way we think creatively and stuff. What What prompted you to think on this? Yeah. So I recently got an Audible subscription, which if you don't know what that is, it's an audiobook subscription through Amazon. I'm a big reader. I was an English major. I was kind of a book snob. So I was like, an audiobook is not a real book. (laughs) But (laughs) since becoming a mom, I don't have quite as much time to just sit down and read, but I have a lot more time, you know, when we go on walks in the evening or if I'm doing dishes or folding laundry, that I can be listening to something. And so I started listening to a course that Audible has on creative thinking and problem solving. Um, And there's like 30 something, you know, lectures in it. And I'm only seven lectures in at this point. Um, But it's been so fascinating and has really started to shape and influence the way that I creatively brainstorm for myself, um, for even stuff within our family and our home, and as on a staff too. And so that really prompted kind of this whole spark of creative thinking and creative ideas. Are are you good with talking about maybe a one or two, three, one, two, three things that you kind of learned from this yeah, group, something that definitely. sticks out that's helped you. What's for one sure? Thing? So one of those things would be divergent and convergent thinking. So if you think of like a diamond, divergent thinking is the bottom where it expands out, and convergent thinking is the top where it kind of comes back together. Okay. And so the two ways of thinking are very different. Divergent thinking is kind of like the brainstorming stage. It's where you just let the ideas flow, and you're coming up with all these brand new ideas, and just things are you know, popping out of your head, just everything, you kind of let it go, let it brainstorm, let it all out. And then convergent thinking is when you kind of narrow things down and start to think through, all right, what do some of these ideas look like in reality? Um, Another way to think about these two types of thinking is the gas the gas pedal and the brake pedal in a car. Um, The gas pedal is the divergent thinking. So it accelerates you forward, it moves you ahead. And then the convergent thinking is like the break. So it slows you down a little bit. And sometimes we tend to try to do both at the same time. But just like if you try to hit the gas and the brake at the same time, it doesn't work very well. (laughs) It's not very smooth. And so trying to train our brains to separate the two kinds of thinking. So when you're doing that divergent thinking and you're brainstorming, defer judgment. So don't start judging and trying to critique the ideas that you have as they come out. Just get them out on paper, write them all down, draw pictures of them, whatever that brainstorming process looks like for you. And then later come back and do the convergent thinking where you start to kind of figure out what those really actually look like. And so that for me has been huge because I felt like there's been so many times when I've been brainstorming that I try to jump in and start doing something at the exact same time. And then I end up kind of hopping all over the place and not getting anything done (laughs) because I can't focus on one thing long enough or I try to switch between the two ideas, two ways of thinking. So that's been something that's been really, really helpful for me to try to my thinking divergently right now or convergently. Yeah. I, and I like that picture of the gas pedal and the brake mm-hmm. pedal. Now, by default, are you more like a gas pedal or a brake pedal? I'm more of a brake pedal. Are you? So, okay. Yeah. So I'm more of like, all right, we got the idea. What are the steps? What are the details that we need to keep going? Um, I'm more of the one that like wants to figure out the reality side of it. <laughs> you, you <laughs> um, do, rather like than get more energy out of that? Yeah, I do. I love to plan. Um, and so that's that's part of it. 
Yeah, you are a friend, but you are you are kind of weird, aren't you, Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> you are. You I am. Oh, I'm a total nerd. I'll accept it. <laughs> no, that's cool. So <laughs> now I would have guessed, like, do ideas come easy for you? Because everything on your website is so creative and stuff. Like sometimes, like constantly. it depends on the day. It depends on the day, really. Um, I think one thing, one other thing that I've learned from this the course that I'm listening to right now through Audible about creative thinking is that like, as you're kind of brainstorming to try to make connections to things. So I try everything that I listen to, everything that I see, I try to make a connection or how could this help me in ministry? How would this apply to ministry? Mm -hmm. So whether I'm flipping through a magazine and I see a picture, I'm like, oh, that's a really pretty picture, you know, whatever it is, um, what can I do? How can I associate it and make connections? Um, and so that's something that I try to do that helps me a lot. And then I just keep a brainstorming list of that stuff um, that, oh, you know, this Nike ad reminded me, you know, just do it. It Sometimes you got to just do it in ministry, you know, like even exactly. if you're scared to try, you know, so just those connections that spark an idea or even if I'm not even sure what the idea looks like yet, if I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I really like this tagline or I really, really like, you know, this quote that someone wrote, yeah. um, we'll try to save those and come back to them later to be able to kind of work through them a little bit more and play around with the idea. Yeah, that's really cool. So do you keep a, like, do you keep a note on your phone or where do you capture these ideas? So I, before I was just sending myself emails and then oh, at one point yeah. I had like 50 unread emails in my inbox and yeah. that was like causing anxiety and stress anxiety. in my life. Yep. And so I was like, all right, we need to figure this out. <laughs> and yeah. so I recently started using a Trello board because um, okay. it's just, basically like digital sticky notes. I have sticky notes all over my desk too, but I can't carry my sticky notes yep, on my desk yep. with me everywhere. And so having a Trello board set up and then, so I can still send an email, but instead, instead of sending the email to myself, I send it to my Trello board. Um, and it That's goes cool. into a specific board that I can go back later and organize if I need to. Yeah. Um, but it's a great way that I found so far to kind of keep all my ideas in one place. I love it. I love it. So what would it look like if I looked at that Trello board? <laughs> it would look like, like a mess. If you screen shared <laughs> to it. To you, right it might look like a mess. I know exactly what's on it, but. <laughs> but it would. I was going to say, if, if, and I'm not asking you to do this, but if you screen shared and pulled up your Zello board. Uh, yeah, well, my Trello board. Yeah. What would, would what would it look like? It would have different columns with different categories. It would have different. Sometimes it's a picture of a social media post that someone posted that I loved and want to copy, you know, or, you know, do something like it for my ministry. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's a link you know, a resource that I found out about that I don't have time to sit down and dig through right now, but I want to dig through it later. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's a quote, sometimes it's a person that, you know, I want to follow up with and connect yeah. with. Sometimes it's a, hey, don't forget to change out the laundry. <laughs> you know, like sometimes it's just a very simple to-do list. Yeah. So when you, um, so you're more of a gas pedal than a, or a brake pedal and gas pedal. So would you describe yourself as more, um, extroverted than introverted or do you feel like you're more, i'm an introvert more extrovert. you're an introvert no, i am an introvert i'm a huge okay. introvert actually yeah. um i love meeting people and connecting with people but it uses so much of my energy <laughs> um and i get worn out and exhausted yeah. from it um even though i love it so yeah i'm definitely an introvert i think ministry has made me more of an introvert than i was um because i think i mm -hmm pour so much out constantly in ministry that I really, really value that time um, to myself being alone um, and kind of recharging by myself. So when you decided to launch Deeper Kid Men and kind of put yourself out there, was that easy for you? Did you have to, yeah, 
not oh, at all. No, um, yeah. yeah. So when it started, um, I, my husband is a full-time youth pastor and I was a full-time children's pastor. And we kind of just realized that both of us leading full-time ministry long-term wasn't going to be sustainable. And so I started kind of dreaming and praying and figuring out what would I do next? Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote a lot of the curriculum that we used. And so I said, well, like I'll look into some curriculum companies, you know, like maybe I can write curriculum for Lifeway or group or, you know, all these few different ones. And so I started looking through that. And we actually had someone in our church who was one of my volunteers who started his own business um, and is the CEO now of, it's still technically considered a small business, but it's a very large business, very successful business. And he said, Brittany, I think you should start your own curriculum company and you could totally start your own business and do it yourself. And I was like, are you sure? Cause I'm an English major and then I went to children's yeah. ministries. Yeah. Like I have no business, you know, like I have no business experience. I've got nothing like that. Yeah. He said, no, I think you could do it. Um, and I'll help you. I'll walk you through it. And so he was a huge, huge help in that. And that's how that's cool. really deeper Kidman got started. Cause he encouraged me and he pushed me and he helped me walk through and figure things out. Um, and it's been, yeah, it's been an adventure. I love it. I love that. I love that. Maybe, maybe you're thinking, maybe there's something so two things there. One, maybe you're listening or watching this and you're like, man, I need that person in my life and pray that God will give you that person. But you know what? Each one of us can be that for someone else too. Um, just like the Lord sent that person into Brittany's life to really, um, he shared his expertise and encouragement and really pushed her to pursue this. What has God taught you? And I promise you, um, there are people that need what God has taught you and they just need you to get into their life and speak hope and a future and encouragement into them. Brittany, last question. What would you say to someone who is feeling discouraged today? Maybe someone who is anxious about current state of ministry, maybe about the uncertainties, maybe they've been working, 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 not seeing the results that they wish they could see. I know you have a big heart for people in children's ministry. Would you just speak a word of encouragement to someone that needs it? Sure. Yeah. I think I would say, take a deep breath, (laughs) Mm -hmm. try to step back and relax. Um, If it means taking a day off, if it means taking half a day off, um, find time to step away from things. Because I know that the season has been just absolutely nutty um, and absolutely crazy and has been overwhelm, overwhelming and you feel like you have to try all these new things, but then at the same time, you also feel like you're not doing enough. Um, and so it's this weird balance. And so um, I get it, but take that time away, take that time to step back, to try to see the bigger picture of things, um, to remember that this is just a season and is temporary. It might not feel like it because <laughs> it seems to be dragging on for a long time, um, but it is a season. Um, so yeah, so deep breath. That's all I can say. Deep I breath. Love- Step back. Brittany Nelson, deeperkidmen.com. <laughs> Go check it out. Brittany, thanks for joining me. Brittany, will you stay? We're going to disconnect in like two minutes, but will you yep. stay on here with me? Because I got a sure. couple things I want to ask you about at the end. Yep. Um, folks, thanks for joining us today for the Daily Coffee Chat. We will be back Monday. We have a great lineup next week with guests. I can't wait. Monday, we're going to hear from Yancey, Jeff McCullough, and David um, Ray with Doorpost Songs. And we're going to have some candid conversations about music and streaming and, and when we download stuff and 
just going to kind of be an, an FAQ session on downloadable worship music with Kidman. We're also going to talk about what's trending with kids' worship and all that kind of stuff. And a great lineup next week. Um, friends, thanks for joining me for the coffee chat. Uh, let us know if we can serve you anyway. Be sure to check out kidsmatter.com this weekend. Lots of great downloads there, as well as all the previous daily coffee chats. If you missed any, uh, you can find those there with the show notes at kidsmatter.com. Friends, have a great weekend. We will see you Monday at the same time, but we can talk even between now and then. I'll be on Facebook all weekend in Kids Matters I Love Kidman community. You can connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, but stay connected through the weekend. If I can pray for you anyway, please let me know. Have a great weekend. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.